Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Time for 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you guys. It is Wednesday morning. And just as we speak, you know, we're live right now, depending on when you're listening to this audio, uh, wherever. The waivers just processed from the initial 53-man cuts across the NFL. Um, the 49ers, as most would have ex expected, lost the most players. Um, three players were claimed. There were a few other teams that also had three players um, claimed as well. Arizona took two linemen from us. You know, what, what is up with that, man? Um, I hate the freaking Cardinals. But, yeah, it, the biggest loss, 100%. You lose to Sean Jamison. Absolutely crushing with what that kid put on tape. And now you've got to see him in your division that sucks, man. Um, absolutely terrible. They even took Il Manning, who you could argue was our best offensive lineman, not with the starters um, all through camp. And then Keith Ishmael was also claimed as well, who, again, all three of those players were on my 53, not saying I got it right, they got it wrong. And I don't want to focus just on the negative. It does hurt to lose these players. These were all players that shined, showed they belonged, and brought value to the Niners, but the Niners chose other players. Now, the good news, the flip side of this coin, all the other players not mentioned that we did waive are now available to be brought back on our practice squad, and I want to spend some time on those for sure. Yeah, right there. There we go. Uh, Quantrez Knight, who, good gosh, that dude cannot play any better in preseason Um Every single game. He's never had a bad game in the preseason. He's six great games in a row. Um, he is back, so that is huge. Jack Coletto, he is another player that should be able to be back. Now, I will say this, and as these names keep coming in for the practice squad, the names that have been put out there from Matt Barrows or Mayoko or a couple other players, you know, intentions to bring back, T.Y. McGill, which was interesting. I like having him on the practice squad. Marlon Davidson, that one was huge to me. Jack Coletto and Curtis Robinson. So the 49ers are going to get 17 players, and the 17th being good old Alfredo with the international roster exemption. 
So we've got five of our 17. The names are going to continue to trickle in as we're live currently. Um, what's up, man? Appreciate you. Uh, uh, culture now. Appreciate the super chat. He says, thanks for all you do for the Niners community. I freaking love this stuff, man. I really, really do. And, you know, I, I put on Twitter, and I, I want to read kind of what I said because this is my instant reaction. Um, this is what I said on Twitter. I said, the 49ers lost Deshaun Jameson, Il Manning, and Kit Ishmael on waivers. Huge misses by the front office. I feel that way. And, you know, again, I, I want to say, like, I love this community. Good gosh. Like, but anytime I put any criticism out there, I get a lot of just, like, DMs and emails and people telling me to go touch grass and whatever. Like, dude, this is my career. I take this very serious. Emotions are a great thing. If you only applaud all the positives, that's not good. Now, I continue to say that. We're going to get a several guys back that were cut yesterday, and that's a positive. There's ebbs and flows with life. That's just life. So I don't understand the whole, like, people taking any type of criticism. Like, look, Deshaun Jameson should have been on this 53-man roster. Like, that is... Not, that's just facts. You cannot watch the tape and tell me Isaiah Oliver is better than him. You cannot. It's impossible. There is, there's no way you watch any of the preseason tape. Now, the contracts, I get that. I understand that. Um, but that's just the way life goes. And so, yeah, we're going to report on the positives and the negatives. And that's just what we're going to do. If that bothers you, there's so many great 49ers content creators out there, and if I'm not your flavor, that's okay. I hope I am, and I hope you stick around. But, man, there's some negatives out here. <laughs> Probably no more, no more bigger negative than this, Riddy. He says, just saw Trey Lance in a Cowboys uniform, number 15. Yeah, it made me sick to my stomach, man. Really, really did. Chadwick says, I'm sick that we lost Il Manning. He showed he belonged. There's no doubt about it. And so, you know, for – the Cardinals to get not one, but two of our offensive linemen. That hurts in division. The Panthers taking Deshaun Jameson. You know, if I want to flip it and say, hey, we got the Panthers. We got CMC from the Panthers, and we got their defensive coordinator. So, you know, that makes me feel a little bit better. Uh, take that for what you will. Coach Cruz says, I would have taken the financial loss. It's dead money anyways. Yeah, it was bad. And, you know, I just finished – all of the all 22 defensive film, the first half's up on Patreon and the 49ersrush.com. Second half's loading. I'll probably get that up tonight once it's finished. And man, I walked away. I felt like the third preseason game was Isaiah Oliver's best game. It was still not even close to on par with Sean Jamison or Quantrez Knight and what they put on tape. Like, Isaiah Oliver's best tape is worse than Deshaun Jameson's and Quantrez Knight's worst tape. Does that make sense? But, hey, he's here. You support your team. That doesn't mean you change the past. We're not doing revisionist history. That's not what we're doing here. He's on this team because of the contract, and it was a terrible contract. But he's here, and he's a part of our team. So I hope that he flourishes. I really, really do talk about Isaiah Oliver. Doesn't take away the sting of mission missing out on Deshaun Jamison, who should have been our starting kick returner week one. Um, Chris Knight says Oliver signing was a mistake front office uh, just doesn't want to admit it. 
yeah, the numbers, it, it's hard to walk away from that. It, it really, really is. It's a uh, uh, 40 hour says, yeah, move on from Trey Lance. He's not on this team anymore. And so, yeah, I mean, it's not like you can't speak his name or anything like that. And I think it adds context, but yeah, like I was the biggest Trey Lance guy. There was past tense was not anymore. I'm not pulling for somebody on the Cowboys. That's just all there is to it. Um, not happening. I, I'm with you completely. Permaculture now says from the high of Hargreaves being signed to the low of no post signing, the D line looks very sus this season. I don't think you're wrong. Um, I do like the fact that we got Marlon Davidson back. That means a lot. Uh, I think to the roster of this team, because he was just incredible. Um, he, he was just incredible. Marlon Davidson. I think he's the third best defensive tackle we have on the team based on what he put on tape. And so I hated that we put him out there, but he came back. And so we can focus on the negative. We can focus on the positive. And this is huge positive. D-line's mess. It's a mess. Defensive ends are worst position on this on, on our roster. But you got Marlon Davidson and T.Y. McGill back on your practice squad. Kalia Davis flashed. He, he looked really, really good in the preseason game. So you're talking about... That defensive tackle spot, good gosh. You you got some swings, man. You got some swings. You kept five. Now you got two on the practice squad. You got seven quality. T.Y. McGill started games for us last year. Now he's not even our number one defensive tackle. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. He's not even our number one defensive tackle on the practice squad. So again, like I'm... I really do believe in balance. Hashtag Thanos. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. But, like, yeah, there's negatives. There's positives. And getting Marlon Davidson back, that is gigantic. That is huge that you were able to keep him because he put up some great, not good, great tape. That is very, very important. And, man, let's talk Jack Coletto. You know, it, Currently, it's not official that he signed back, but that was what was put out there. I really thought Denver was going to claim him. They didn't. That's huge. Uh, so, you know, I didn't think that Jack Coletto would be claimed as a fullback by another team. I thought he'd be claimed as kind of an all-purpose West weapon, Taysom Hill type of another team. So, again, let's focus on what this means long-term. It means that you've got Kyle Juszczyk, and I want Kyle Juszczyk to play football as long as Kyle Juszczyk wants to play football. But now you have a backup developmental option for the fullback of the future on the practice squad. And the Niners use the practice squad better than any single team out there. It's not even close. Like, you look at Emmanuel Mosley, Aziz Alshire, Matt Breida. I mean, good gosh, Daniel Brunskill. So, Kevin Givens. There, there's so many great options out there that have been developed from the practice squad into players. And then they go sign elsewhere and we get compensation picks. Like I absolutely love and adore the way in which the Niners use the practice squad. Yeah, it hurts. You lost those three. Um, and you know, the question I get the most is like, okay, cool. We lost those three. That's easy to be upset, but Oh, here we go. We just got another one. Leroy Watson is on the practice squad as well, so I'm going to add him. That's our sixth player. Really liked Leroy Watson. Still needs some seasoning, but developmental tackle. So currently on the 49ers practice squad, Jack Coletto, 
Marlon Davidson, T.Y. McGill, Curtis Robinson, Leroy Watson. Awesome start to the freaking day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it hurts. You lost those three. And again, the, the question, back to what I was saying, if somebody asks you, like, okay, yeah, it sucks that you lost, you know, Keith Ishmael, Deshaun Jamison, and Manning, who would you have let go to keep those guys? And for me, it was simple. Brandon Allen, the quarterback, he would have came back. Or you could have got another number three. Roz Dwelly, he would have come back. You don't need four tight ends when you got young, promising guys. You could have got him back, could have got Fumagalli back. That's a wash. Fumagalli didn't get claimed. And Nick's a kill. If we're keeping with meritocracy, Keith Ishmael, Deshaun Jameson, Il Manning belonged. And we got lucky only three were claimed. I thought five or six. We still led the NFL in players claimed. But yeah, it hurts, man. And it's going to suck seeing these guys be successful. Yeah, Deshaun Jamison hurts, but golly, in your division, picking up two players, damn it. Sorry, apologize for the language. That's okay. That's okay. Um, But yeah, so the Niners currently sitting at six players on our practice squad. That's huge. We're going to get to 17, so we got 11 more. Really hope Quantrez Knight's one of those guys that gets brought up. Really, really hope that's one of the ones we see. Um, and so, yeah, Marcelino McCrary ball. I hope he comes back too. I was shocked. Curtis Robinson was brought back so fast over Marcelino McCrary ball. But you know, if I'm Marcelino, I might test the waters elsewhere. It's hard to crack this. I mean, the linebacking depth of the 49ers is really, really high. And the Niners went with Curtis Robinson over Marcelino McCrary ball last year. Uh, Curtis Robinson was on the active roster, the initial 53 man last year so yeah that, that's rough what's up J, jd um hashtag cc glad to catch you live glad you're here man uh luke appreciate you guys what's up sin yeah that's the one that hurts uh, they all hurt you fall in love with these players we do our roster countdown and you know we break down all these players and their backstories and you learn about you know what their college degrees in and all this stuff and it hurts but let's pay attention to the five we got back you know what I mean? T.Y. McGill, great. Marlon Davidson, that's my favorite signing so far for the Niners to get back. Leroy Watson, he's been working out with Trent Williams. The Niners kept four tackles on their active 53, which is very rare. Most teams just keep three. But we don't do the whole swing tackle thing. We've got two right tackles. We've got two left tackles. On the left side, we got Trent Williams. We got Jalen Moore. On the right side, We've got Colton McKivitz, and we've got Matt Pryor. Leroy Watson, he practiced a little bit left and right. But I really do think he's going to be one of the competitions long-term eventually, if the Niners have their say-so, when Trent Williams hangs it up, whether that's two years, one year, three years, whatever. He's going to be involved in that competition. Do I think he'll win the job? It's an uphill battle. But he's put up some great tape. There's no doubt about it. Like, he belongs in the NFL. Being converted from tight end to left tackle is rough, and it's going to take some time. But that's huge right there. I'm a big fan of what's going on. Yeah, kickers coming off the board. Titans just signed Cade York to their practice squad um, right after they traded for Nick Folk uh, yesterday. So we'll have to kind of see what that looks like. Um, we'll see there. Right there, yeah, I'm with you, Niners Nation. Ill Manning and Deshaun better than Nick and Oliver. I don't think anybody would disagree with that based on the play. 
the contracts, I don't I don't know. Um yeah, it's weird. It's weird. But we got I would say 50 out of the 53, right, which is pretty cool. Um and it's not like I'm upset that Brandon Allen's on this team. I think he does provide some value. I think you could have got him back and I think replacing a quarterback 3 is relatively easy. Shanahan loves him. Ross Dwelly, obviously, dude knows this playbook inside now. It can play everywhere. Nick Sakel, man. Um, that's rough. That's a rough one. Uh, maybe he can continue to develop. The book's not over on him. Totally get that. And I don't want the book to be over on any of these guys. But, yeah, Ill Manning showed a lot, a lot, a lot of promise. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Um, yeah, Trent Taylor. You know, the Niners didn't claim anybody. We don't know if they put in claims, but they were picking 30th. And so the Bears were picking first. And the way waivers work, you can claim as many players as you want. You like So the Bears, I think, picked up like three or four players, maybe more, I don't know. But they get every player they want to claim. And Trent Taylor went one. So <laughs> we were sitting at 30. Uh, we didn't have a chance. Never stood a chance to get that guy. And that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to see the reunion. It would have been nice to have him. But if you look at our 53 man roster right now, there is nobody that could return kicks besides Ronnie Bell. That's it. Raymond McLeod, broken arm, broken wrist. Danny Gray's got a separated shoulder. I don't even think he's going to be active week one. So you're going to have a rookie out there returning kicks unless you bring back Willie Sneed and promote him. I would do that. I would bring back Willie Sneed just like we did last year and have him return punch just because it's safer. I want Ronnie Bell returning kicks. Um, yeah, that that seemed kind of short-sighted. I don't like the way that's playing out, but hey, that's okay. I love Ronnie Bell. I just, rookies in the return game scare me. They, I, I've talked about this so many times. Right here, I'm hoping we were able to claim Jordan Willis. So he did not get claimed, Niners Nation. He is just out there. He is a free agent. The Niners can would have to uh, just negotiate a deal with him or see if he wants to come back on the practice squad because with where we're at currently, defensive end's an issue. Yeah, They talked about once they move two players to IR, they're going to be bringing back not one but two defensive ends, Kerry Hyder Jr. and Austin Bryant, which will be great. That would be very, very valuable. But, man, I would love to get Jordan Willis in there, too. Will he come back as a practice squad guy? I don't know. I don't know. He's just sitting out there. We'll have to see what goes on there. What's up, Big Papa? How you doing, brother? Um, now, as more information keeps coming in, you know, I, I just want to let you kind of know what's going on. The Bosa deal, we got to talk about that. Pern, what's up, man? He says, just got in. What's the word on Bosa? No word. The 49ers have Kyle Shanahan's talking today at like 2. John Lynch is talking today just after 2 p.m. So we're going to be hearing from them. Their practice is at 3 today, which is very abnormal. But they do that because of all the waivers and practice squad and all that stuff. So they had to push back practice so they could take care of all these transactions. Then they'll have their press conferences later this afternoon. But I'm going to say this. And there's been a lot of conjecture that you know they were waiting to sign Bosa so they could get that extra, extra roster spot. I don't buy that. Haven't bought that storyline. 
but they did get the extra roster spot. Thank God. Otherwise, Nick Sakel wouldn't be part of this team. Hashtag sarcasm. If the Niners don't sign Bosa today, today, Wednesday, the 30th of August, if that deal doesn't happen today, it's officially time for panic time. And I'm the chill dude. I'm the guy that's always just like, no, man, no, man, it's going to get done. Just chill, chill, chill. Like, that's just who I am by nature. That grace period, that ends today. Because let's say hypothetically, Bosa and the 49ers came to an understanding three days ago, four days ago, five days ago, two days ago, one day ago, whatever, today. And they wanted to sandbag that deal just for that extra roster spot. If that was the case, I don't think that's what it was. But if that was the case, deal gets announced today. Today. If it doesn't, that means that past five days, no deal was there. Now, I'm not saying if he doesn't side today, he's missing week one. That's all I'm saying at all. I'm saying the probability of him being on a snap count week one goes from like zero to like 40%. And that scares the living bejesus out of me. Um, I do not like that. I do not like that. So keep your thoughts coming in. Um, I, I want to see what you guys have to say about these situations. What are your thoughts on the three players that we lost today? Keith Ishmael, Deshaun Jameson, El Manning. What are your thoughts on the players we got back today? T.Y. McGill, Marlon Davidson, Jack Coletto, Curtis Robinson, Leroy Watson, I'm assuming, Alfredo Gutierrez. What are your thoughts on the Bosa deal? I want this to be a little bit more back and forth than our usually kind of scripted, planned out shows because as we talk through these issues, more and more information is going to be coming in um, and excited about those things. Um, so here we go. Uh, Spencer says, just found out NFL Game Pass Oh, it's no longer available in your country. That's awful. Um, good news, Spencer. He says, I'll be subscribing to your Rush Patreon to get my diners fixed. Love your stuff, John. Man, appreciate that. Um, and I would argue, if you haven't signed up yet, we're, Patreon's not going anywhere. We've still got several hundred people over there, but we have a new platform that is a little bit better. Here's just a real quick word on that. I am so excited to announce our new platform launch, the49ersrush.com. We've been active on Patreon for years, and we're still going to keep that community going. But the49ersrush.com has everything Patreon offers and a bunch more. You want to watch player breakdowns? Guess what? You click that. It's filtered based on players. You want to see Javon Hargrave, what he brings, some CMC tape broken down, IU, Jair Brown. We've got hundreds and hundreds of tapes. on. Now, you want football 101. You want to learn scheme. Guess what? We've got every single offensive, defensive, special team snap. Head over to the 49ersrush.com, sign up, join the community, and plus we got a seven-day free trial. So Football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, 
that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. All right. So, yeah, we're going to have, again, every single offensive, defensive play, special teams, that's all up. Um, the Chargers games will be completely loaded after today. I do have to do the special teams. But then after that, man, this this off week, this is the week I do my taxes every year, <laughs> which is terrible, but uh, it's it's what it is. So I file an extension to get my taxes done every year, so that's what I'll be having going on there. But welcome, Spencer. Appreciate you. Uh, Break at 80 says, losing Jamison is regrettable. No way Oliver outplayed him. Breaking 80 is a freaking awesome tag, by the way. Um, yeah, and right here, David, it's going to be a great day. Every single day is a great day. You're part of the faithful, baby. And if that Bosa deal gets done, whew, that's going to be nice. Uh, we got a comment on Facebook. What's up, Thomas? If they mess up Bosa and Trey, it's over for me and Shanahan and Lynch. Just know. Yeah, let's wait. Let's hold off on that. I get it. I'm getting a lot of these messages, which stinks because, you know, things are low right now a little bit. Let's just be honest. The morale of the faithful, a little bit low. Once football happens in, you know, 12 short days, we're going to be just fine. Um, and I do trust Kyle. I love Kyle. I I think John Lynch has done a good job. Have they been perfect? No. Is there anybody that is perfect? No. I'm okay with where things are. We got to get this Bosa thing done. That, that has solved so much. When they announce the Bosa deal, it's just going to be just like a, ha, you know what I mean? Woosa. It's, it's going to be very refreshing. Ready says three sacks for Bosa week one counted. I would be so happy about that. Um, what about Q Knight? Haven't heard anything yet. And, you know, Quantrez Knight won, what's it called? Player squad player of the year last year for the defensive side. Balled out all training camp. Balled out all three preseason games. He was awesome. Fan favorite. If you went to any training camps, you know who 43 is out there. Balled out for us last year. Been a great member of the community. Great locker room guy. Got passed over again. And same with Marcelino McCrary Ball. At some point, you run out of swings. And at some point, you run out of good favor. And it's just like, man, if I'm Q Knight, I want him to come back to the Niners so damn bad. But if I'm Q Knight, I'm sitting there saying, man, I played so much better than that guy ahead of me, and it's not even close. And you chose him. At some point, somebody's going to be like, I'm going to go try a practice squad somewhere else. D'Amico Ryan's got a practice squad too. I don't want that to happen, but I'm telling you right now, you cut me when I outplayed that guy point freaking blank. So I hope he comes back, and they've got a spot for him. I guarantee you the Niners want him back. But it's a two-way street. And I, I, my assumption is he's going to have other offers. That's my assumption. Um, right here, I love this take from 49ers. This shows how deep the roster is. It's one of the better rosters in the NFL. No doubt about it. 53 man's always tough. It's always tough. 
You know, again, like, listen to me whenever I say this. The 49ers had the most players claimed by other teams. The most. Three players. So, like, that speaks volumes to what the 49ers have, and we didn't even have Bosa on our active roster. So, yeah, um, right here, Big Papa, you're saying we got a little back. That's awesome. We did get a lot back so far. Six players, T.Y. McGill, Marlon Davidson, Jack Coletto, Curtis Robinson, Leroy Watson, Alfredo. So you only have used one player. So the way the makeup is, you get 10 players on your practice squad that are second, first or second, second year, right? They have to fewer than two years on accrued seasons. You only get six vets. We've already used one vet spot. That's on T.Y. McGill. So we can bring back five more vets. Now, you don't have to use all those vet spots. You can bring back more younger players if you like. Like, for example, if the Niners just wanted to keep T.Y. McGill and load the rest of the roster, the practice squad, with all young players, you can do that. The most vets you can have on your 16-man practice squad, 17 with the international exemption, is six vets. We've only used one. So... Still spot, still, you know, spots for guys like um, Willie Sneed, um, guys like that. So uh, th there's still a lot of room there. Now, let me pull this up. Just refreshing constantly. Hope you guys don't mind uh, with any new news. I want to make sure that we update that and kind of what that looks like for the 49ers. But, you know, if I'm looking at the vets, these are just the vets that were released. You can bring back five of these. Willie Sneed. I, this is who I would bring back on my practice squad, okay? Willie Sneed won. He'd be my starting punt returner week one. Just safe return. Don't have to worry about turnovers. Anthony Miller, no. Jeremy McNichols, we do need a running back, but I, man, Jeremy McNichols, he's a maybe. I'm going to say two. We brought back T.Y. McGill. Kerry Hyder is going to be on the active roster once we put players on IR. Brian Hill, no. Troy Fumagalli, hell yes. And again, another reason why I think Dwelly, I would have been okay cutting and keeping Jameson, Il Manning, or Nick or, or um Ishmael, all three I wanted to keep because I knew Dwelly or Fumagali would come back. Fumagali would be three, Chris Conley would be four. That would be my four that I would add to TY McGill. There's no other guys that I think I would bring back on the vet wise for the practice squad. Now Let's go to the young pups, which if we're only keeping four, if we're only adding four, if we're only adding four guys to uh, as vet wise, so that's going to bring our total to 10 total with 17 with our roster exemption. Alex Barrett, I'm bringing back. Um, let's see here. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. Corey Luciano, my development center. I'm bringing back Marcelino McCray Ball if he wants to. I'm bringing back Isaiah Winstead for sure. I'm bringing back Tay Martin. That's five. Jason Poe, that's six. Yeah, it gets a little rough there. And so, yeah, we're, and now you're talking outside, guys. So there we go. Yeah, I mean, those, those are kind of the numbers I'm looking at. And there, there's access to some good players out there. Because, yeah, you want to bring back guys that know your system. But that's kind of what it is. Uh, the Giants just added Cole Beasley to their practice squad. Saints just uh, re-signed Kyle Phillips to their practice squad. That's kind of the news that's currently coming out. 
but yeah, get back Chris Conley. I don't give a damn. That might be my number one signing. Number one. And I would have him as my wide receiver for week one over Ronnie Bell. I think Ronnie Bell long-term I freaking love. But until those mistakes in the blocking upticks, I would rather have Chris Conley on the field personally. I think Kyle, that's kind of the mindset Kyle plays with too. Chris Conley plays good with all three quarterbacks, doesn't make mistakes. Um, yeah, it's been it's been reported by Barrows that Jack Coletto is back, Big Papa, which is huge. I did not expect that. I did not. Right there, Niners Nation, appreciate you. Leroy Watson is back. Luke, he says, Dwelly's got great hands, and when he's out there and gets a shot, he shows up sure-handed. Send Kittle and Dwelly out there in two tight end sets to pass catch. Yeah, no problems with that. You know, Braden Willis, I love. I want him a little more long-term, special teams guy. But yeah, Dwelly, duct tape Dwelly doesn't mess up. Dude doesn't make mistakes. And whenever you have playmakers everywhere offensively, with your role guys, be role guys, not negative role guys. This goes back to my Chris Conley comment a while ago. Yeah, you want guys that won't take away. Ronnie Bell's got playmaking, no doubt about it. Braden Willis has playmaking, no doubt about it. They're rookies. Ease them in. And Shanahan has been notorious for easing rookies in, except when injuries force his hand. Look at Brock Purdy. What did it take for him to play? Yeah, two major injuries to quarterbacks ahead of him, steps in, plays better than both of them. You look at Jordan Mason. What did it take for him to play? Three injuries ahead of him, steps in, plays amazing. Elijah Mitchell, go back to his rookie year. What did it take for him to play? Three injuries ahead of him for to go and play and show how awesome he was. This is just the way the Niners operate. It's their modus operandi, right? Their M.O. Rookies are great to hold, and they're your reserves, but break case, <laughs> break glass in case of emergency. Um, that's it. That's it. Uh, Crinciano, what's up, man? Uh, he says, what can the Niners do so we can have Mitchell for the full year? He's a beast, and we need him. The only way that you can do that is to limit his touches, which I would be in favor of. You know, if... Let's say you're getting 30 rush attempts a game, okay? 30 rush attempts a game. Let's say 15 of those go to, you know, half your carries go to CMC. And then you do seven for Elijah Mitchell. You do five for Jordan Mason or TDP, whoever's up that week. And then you do one or two for Debo. Throw in a Kyle Ustek. That's perfect. That's perfect. But, yeah, you can't give Elijah Mitchell 15 carries a game. I think Kyle wants to, but you do that, he ain't going to be around. He ain't going to be around. Luke says Willis should make the active roster. I think so, too. I'm Maybe not week one or two. Talking about Braden Willis, the rookie tight end. I wouldn't be surprised if the starting tight ends or the active tight ends week one are Kittle, Dwelly, Warner. I wouldn't be shocked at all, and I would not criticize that move at all. Again, just this idea of bringing in these rookies slowly. I'm big on that. And if you watch throughout preseason and training camp, Braden Willis didn't get any works with once. He got none. None. So he hasn't practiced with them. He hasn't played with them. I don't expect that to change. He's going to be a practice squad type guy. 
I mean, not practice squad, but um, scout team type guy. That's just what he's going to be out there. Um, and he'll get work, and he'll come in through the watching film, through you know meeting rooms, through all those things. Braden Willis will be brought in. I don't expect him to be. I I wouldn't be upset if he's on the active roster week one, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's inactive. If that makes sense. Breaking eighty, stoked on retaining Davidson and Coletto. Any word on Winstead? Nothing yet, but I would argue. Um, no team wanted Winstead. He wasn't even offered the initial undrafted free agent. He put out his hype video. Niners brought him in afterwards, and he showed. Um, yeah, right here, Niners Nation. Um, Q Knight cleared waivers, but no word on if he's coming to the practice squad. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Um, Ed, what's up, man? Appreciate the subscription. He says, oh, my God, John, I can't get the Buckner feeling away from me. Just sign Bosa. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the the one thing I would say, like if I'm trying to show the difference between Buckner and Bosa, they told Buckner right after the Super Bowl, a week after the Super Bowl in 2019, talked to his agent, said, hey, we want to keep you here. What are you looking for contract-wise? The, the, the quote was, the agent said something that starts with a two per year, meaning 20 million plus per year. John said, we're not going to be able to do that. Go find your trade. That was like, and then the trade was completed at the combine. It was announced right before the draft. So the timeline there is different. I I don't think they're trying to trade Bosa. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I don't even like entertaining those ideas because it just logically does not fit. You don't talk about how your Super Bowl window's open and we're trying to win now and all that stuff. If you trade Bosa, that doesn't match. Now, let's be fair. Front office has a lot of things and has said so many things in the past month that do not match their actions. I get that. Legit criticism. Um, so, yeah, right here, this is another one that hurts. Decal says, Niners set the precedent with how they handled DJ Reed. That hurt. That hurt. Now that dude's balling. He's starting on the Jets. Uh, he would still be our starting nickel. Um but yeah, they they thought they'd get sneaky there. They put DJ Reed on injured reserve, thinking they could slide him back. Didn't work out. Uh, did not work out. Uh, so yeah, that one that one hurt. So right here, um, Richard, man, Warner needs to go. We lost DJ Reed. Now we lost real football players to a guy that won't be claimed. It hurts. It hurts. Um, <laughs> it hurts. It's what it is. Uh, right here, Cristiano. Oh, congratulations, I think, is what this means. He says, you need baby clothes in your store. Man, a couple people have asked for that. I, I don't even know how to get that started. But, uh, yeah, there we go. I, I feel like you, you are correct because we need to get some of that stuff going on. All right. Um, let's see here. Going down. Yeah, tight end Fumagalli still out there. Has not been added back. I would really, really like him. I would really, really like that. Um, let's see here. John, I missed it. Did Ronnie Bell and Jack Coletto make the team? Ronnie Bell made the initial 53. Jack Coletto was cut, but brought back on the practice squad. So that's huge. That's huge. What's up, Debster? How you doing? How you doing? Glad you're here. Um, Sean says the 53 is set. The offseason drama is winding down. There's only one piece left. I would say two. You got to figure out the kicker thing, but the Bosa thing. Sean asks, how has your confidence in this team fluctuated from this time last uh, year? I have 
more question marks now than I initially thought. If we go from the high point of this offseason, which was brought up by somebody else in the chat, I forgot the tag. When we signed Javon Hargrave, that was holy freaking cow. We brought in Steve Wilkes, got Javon Hargrave, signed Sam Darnold. We got crazy quarterback depth. That was level 10. I was so excited about what Drake Jackson's going to bring. Oh, I was pumped. Like this team, yeah. It's taken some hits. <laughs> uh, it's taken some hits. There's no doubt. Traded Trey Lance for nothing. Lose your quarterback depth. Um, Drake Jackson was not good. All of training camp was not good in his preseason games. That scares me. Defensive ends behind him didn't really show much. Cleveland Farrell looked good. That's huge. That was a step up. Offensive line depth didn't look good. Defensive line depth didn't look good. So, yeah, it's gone down. The Bosa thing hurts. The kicker drama, like we don't have a kicker for week one. Maybe Jake Moody's back, but I am glad that they didn't sign and trade more draft capital away for another kicker that was a short-term rental. But, yeah, it's taking a hit. The depth on this team, which I thought was our strength, is now in question all over the place, not just at the quarterback position, offensive line position. Would you feel confident if Nick Sakel has to play? I do not. I don't. That's a problem. Do you feel confident if Isaiah Oliver has to play? I do not. Do you feel confident if Ambry Thomas is out there against the ones? I don't. And these were feelings I didn't have earlier in the year. Now, okay, cool, balance, positives. The biggest positive that could have happened this entire offseason was that Brock Purdy could be back and healthy by now. We just this week was when the initial surgery timeline was supposed to be done. Brock was supposed to be cleared today, <laughs> literally today. Well, the surgery happened on a Friday, so I guess it would be two more days out. So the best position got better. Brock Purdy is back. That's number one. So that has elevated. You made it through preseason and training camp without any huge injuries. Um, yeah, there's injuries, but none to your premier starters. Ray Ray hurts. Jake Moody hurts. But, man, I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Like, there are some major positives. Major positives. Are they all positives? No. If I was at a 10... I'm probably at a nine now, um, and so that hurts. So, yeah, I, I'm down lower than I was, and I think that kind of reflects what you're seeing on social media and the fan base and all those things. Um, so, uh, <laughs> Roak says, I had no idea that MO stands, or MO stands for, there we go, we are, we are educated. Debster says, I'm glad we brought Coletto back on the practice squad. So, look, man, if you're, if you're, if you're trying to like grab something that's positive and going to make you feel good about things, here's what you got today. Marlon Davidson, Jack Coletto, those two right there, that's huge. If I was ranking out of all the cuts that we made, probably would have put Jamison one, Coletto two, and I would have put Davidson three. We got two out of the top three back. That's huge. That's great. Um, did seem like it was unnecessary, 
but that's okay. Brash says, what am I missing in all this love for Coletto? Dude looked apart. If Jack Coletto was start our starting fullback week one, I would have no issues. None whatsoever. He's that good. He's that consistent. Um, all throughout training camp, preseason, he makes everybody around him better. Is he as good as Kyle Juszczyk? He is not. He's not even close. But there's so few fullbacks that you could say that fits Shanahan, and Coletto is a perfect fit. It's just a perfect fit. So Kyle Juszczyk this year, next year, slide Coletto in. Oh, my gosh. That is just, whew. It gets me excited. Um, that gets me excited. Yeah, Huff has a knee uh, assist that will need to be drained periodically until he gets moved. Yeah, he, he'll be all right. It's uncomfortable, but not worried about Huff's availability. Ernest says, what about Joey Fisher? He didn't show much. Uh, yeah, bring him back on the practice squad. Cool. I didn't think he even had a chance to make the 53, but th that's it. That's it right there. Uh, John, you watched the new episode of Hard Knocks? I did. I love Hard Knocks, man. Uh, one, I just love that coaching staff. Albright, I mean, he's one of us. And I think he's been the star of Hard Knocks, their defensive coordinator for the Jets. Love seeing it, man. Uh, love seeing it. Love Sala. My favorite part this week was the whole um, Sopranos montage. That was cool as hell. So, yeah, I love Hard Knocks. I, I really, really do. Um, Big Papa, appreciate you, man. He says, John Lynch said repeatedly, Bosa will be a 49er for life. Yeah, I hope you're right, man. And I know he said it. I want Bosa to be a 49er week one. And yes, I think a deal is going to get done. I think that Steelers game is going to be tough. I think it's going to be a coin flip game. And if it is, we got to have everybody. You know, I'm watching that, <laughs> that money line. Whew. It's rough to bet. If Bosa's back, I'm betting it. Now, if you're betting, here you go. So excited to announce for a fifth consecutive year, we are partnering with MyBookie. And if you do not bet on the 49ers games, I don't know what you're missing. We have posted profits five consecutive years, and we share the majority of our bets. We'll preview some of those here on the show, um, over on our Patreon account, and on the 49ersrush.com. We will detail all of those. We'll hold your hand. We'll walk you through the process. We'll give you what to bet, how much to bet, all those things. Come along for the ride. And here's the thing that I say the most. This increases your fan experience. All you got to do is go to mybookie.ag, use promo code 49ers, 49ERS, and you get up to a $1,000 deposit match on your first initial deposit. Or just click this QR code right next to me if you're watching or the link in the description um, of this audio podcast. They got you covered. As always, with free plays and bonus deposits, there is a rollover that applies, meaning you have to bet a certain amount of times to get that free money, the deposit money out. But we're going to do... If you bet with us, we'll cover that, and hopefully you will make some money. So head over there, mybookie.ag, promo code 49ers. Bet anything, anywhere, anytime with mybookie. There we go. Those bets are already up over on the 49ersrush.com and our Patreon. What's up, Crazy Juice? Uh, Savage says, Shanahan speaks too highly of Bosa to trade, plus 49ers through a season to draft Bosa. Uh, I'm not sure they threw the draft. I think they all got broken, uh, but I'm with you. Luke says, what if Bosa's asking for something they can't do? What if it's over 35? 
Do they consider trading him for Sweat and Chase Young? Um, no. Uh, I, over 35 is a lot. I think you can manipulate that in certain ways with incentives and things like that. Like, that's the thing. Whenever you have <laughs> – marriage is funny, right? And I, I tell people this all the time. As long as you have two sides that want to work together, you can figure everything else out. As long as two people want it to work, everything else is details. As soon as you get one that doesn't want it to work, now you're problematic. Now it's problematic. And so I think Bosa wants to be here. I don't, I don't think there's – if Bosa didn't want to be here, he'd be putting stuff out like Debo did or whatever, and then you have to kind of overcompensate and make that person feel wanted. That's the way it goes. I don't get that from this. Now, this is all speculation because neither side has put anything out. Kyle Shanahan said everything is going to be private on both sides, and they've kept to that. But, yeah, the trade for Bosa just doesn't – unless you're getting back Justin Herbert, not interested. Not interested. That's just the facts. If you're getting a top three quarterback, cool. If not, I'm not trading him. You still have him under contract for a year, and you can franchise him. And you can franchise him. After that year, you can franchise him twice. You have Bosa dead to rights for three years. Now he could say, fine, I'll just hold out till whatever. My family's super rich. Doesn't matter. That's not in Bosa's best interest either. And so I go back to where I started. Marriages work as long as both people want it to. I don't think either one of the 49ers or Bosa do not want this to work. Bosa loves it here. He loves his teammates. Would he rather be somewhere else? I don't know. But, like, there's not a better situation for him. We just went out and got Javon Hargrave. I think it's going to work. Yeah, It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. But, yeah, it, it, it's there. CSL says, yeah, just lost Ill Manning to the Cardinals uh, with the throw-up emoji. I'm with you, man. Uh, Savage says Drake Jackson played okay. I don't think Drake Jackson played better than Alex Barrett. I don't think he played better than Austin Bryant. I don't think he played better than Kerry Hyder. I don't think he paid, played better than Cleveland Farrell. Yeah, he was okay. Not good, though. He was not good. He was the worst defensive end we had that made the roster, and I would argue Barrett was better than him, and he did not make the roster. Barrett was probably twice as good as he was. I'm not giving up on Drake Jackson. I just, the the jump that we were hoping to see never showed itself in preseason or training camp. Did not. Did not. He's young. Don't need to give up on him. Uh, you got time, but it's not there. Um, it's not there. Right here, Scott says, the Bosa holdup is all about guarantees. Joey got 102. Nick wants way more. Deserves way more. Uh, the Yorks have never gave over 74, and that was a quarterback. Um, they gave, what's his name, uh, Debo the highest guaranteed of all those wide receivers that got signed last year. And so, yeah, I, I'm big on... Guaranteed numbers for players, always, because their bodies are the ones that get wrecked. The Niners are big on, I'm with you here, Scott. They want players to bet on themselves. That's all the incentive deals and whatever. Like, that's what they want, whether that's Parag, whether that's, you know, ownership, it, who knows. But they're, they are big on that. You are correct. This dude has deserved it. Um, 
this dude has deserved it. He deserves to get paid. It's going to happen. Um, what about Joey Fisher with the 4940 and strongest bench press? Yeah, the play wasn't great, but he's converting from tackle to guard, which he's never played. And going from Shepard to the NFL is a big gap. He's a developmental guy. I hope they bring him back. But the question is, do you bring back Poe and him? Do you keep two guards on the practice squad? I don't know. I don't know the answer there. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe, I don't want to give up on Poe just yet. He he still puts out some big ones. Uh, there's there's no doubt about that. Still no new news as I, I keep refreshing the Twitter sphere. Uh, that's not coming up. But here we go. Steven, John, it's not even week one, and this year feels very off. I had high hopes early, but I have a bad feeling this year is going to go off the rails. I feel the Niners D is going to not going to be what it has been. It's hard to do what it was. Best in points and yards, that's rare. It's happened twice the past decade. And the funny thing is it happened in back-to-back years. Buffalo did it two years ago. We did it last year. But I don't think that the defense has to be the best in the NFL for this Niners team to win the division. The playoffs is a whole nother discussion. Once you're in, you're in. You get into the tournament, all hell can break loose. We've made the NFC Championship as a six seed. We've made it as a one seed. We've made it as a two seed. You get in, this team's built for the playoffs. Do I think we're going undefeated? No. Do I think we have the best team in the NFL? I think we're in the conversation. So, yeah, definitely there's some stink on <laughs> with the 49ers currently. I get that. I buy into that, Steven. I feel it too. My emails, my DMs agree with you. They're negative. Not usually negative at this time of year. But this roster and coaching staff is still freaking awesome with Bosa. With Bosa. And I, who, who who's going to beat us in the NFC? Right? Who's who's and hold on, let me rephrase that sentence. Who's gonna keep us out of the playoffs? Seven teams get in. Seven out of sixteen teams. That's it. And again, listen to these teams. And again, I'll I'll start. We'll do this negative, okay? I'm just gonna count from the bottom up. Arizona, they're not stopping us. The Rams, not stopping us. Not. Carolina Panthers, hell no. Tampa Bay, God, might be the first overall pick. Chicago Bears, you got to be kidding me. And yeah, people, I know somebody's like, Bears beat us last year. That's correct, but they won three games. They're not making the freaking playoffs. That's five. Um, th- That's five that are just not making the playoffs, period. Now, Seattle, we beat them three times last year. Falcons are better, and they beat us last year. But come on, Saints, really? Derek Carr? No. Packers, we've beat them with Aaron Rodgers. Now they ain't got them. Detroit Lions, yeah, they're improved. They might make the playoffs. I'm betting against it. But no, no, there's still one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Still one of the worst defenses in the NFL the past decade. You don't win games that way. Offense is great. Not a complimentary team. The Vikings, they're in rebuild mode. They're in rebuild mode. They've decided they're not keeping Kirk Cousins past this year, and they're just riding it out. Then you got the whole NFC East, NFC East and those are all good squads, but, like, come on, man. You know, Philly, we get to play them. We'll see what happens there. Dallas, we've knocked out of the playoffs back-to-back years. The Giants and Daniel Jones, really? 
you got the freaking Lego man as your quarterback. Doesn't he look like the Lego character? No. And then the Washington Commanders. There's no, there's not seven teams there. And you guys could bookmark this and whatever and hold it against me, but like, ah, yeah, I, I'm not too concerned, man. Do I think that we're the shoe in to win the Super Bowl? I do not. I do not. Do I think that we're going to win our division? I do. You win your division, you got a chance. And think about how you felt when we signed Hargrave to how we felt now and how things have changed. Guess what? Things can change the opposite way. When you win, it's the deodorant of all the other stuff that smells like shit. It covers it up. And guess what this team has done since Shanahan showed up? They've won. And I get all these emails and DMs about, oh, Shanahan's on the hot seat. Pardon my French. Bullshit. Not even close. Do I agree with everything they have done? No way. I started off, I'm pissed off still about Deshaun Jameson. But come on, man. Three out of four NFC championships with two different quarterbacks. This roster is legit. And the Niners are legit. What team would keep their team over what the Niners have? Maybe the Eagles in the NFC. AFC, that's a whole nother conversation, and we ain't got to worry about them till the Super Bowl. We'll deal with that when we get there. This team, the 2023 49ers, is a freaking juggernaut. You got all pros everywhere, and that's even without Bosa. Let's say Bosa doesn't sign and doesn't play week one. That sucks. And yeah, I might not bet the 49ers and I'd be pissed off. But still, you look over at the Steelers, who are a damn good team, and I do have making the playoffs. They don't have what we have. They don't have an all-pro running back. They don't have an all-pro wide receiver. They don't have an all-pro left tackle. They don't have a pro bowl fullback. They don't have an all-pro linebacker. They do have an all-pro safety. They do have an all-pro edge rusher. But it's not even close, man. It's not even close. And so this team, the 2023 49ers, and I get some of us are pissed about this or that, and I'm one of you, but the big picture is this. This is a Super Bowl contending roster as is. This is a Super Bowl contending coaching staff as is. Period. Period. Are there going to be bumps? Yeah. Is it going to suck? Yes. But this team is for real. And, you know, I, I get, I put out negative stuff and people get upset, but damn it, this team, where have we been? I would take this team in a heartbeat over 2019 49ers, and it ain't even close. It's not close. There is... It's not close. Maybe the offensive line was better then. Maybe that. Outside of that, not even close. Not close. And you that's I think the you look at last year's team. This team's better than last year. I really do believe that. I really do. CMC wasn't on the team and once he did it changed everything. We still have CMC. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I got a little mad. I got a little mad. <laughs> Dempster. <laughs> John's going off. I love it. Now I got me worked out, man. Now I got to go to the gym. I got to go work out, get all that stuff done. Let me uh, see if there's any other news. 
It's stuff that's coming out. So we have a press conference. Um, Kyle Shanahan's supposed to speak at 2 Pacific, and then John Lynch after that at some time. Um, I'm not seeing any other moves for the 49ers being posted. Um, so I think that's going to wrap up our conversation currently. If we get something crazy, I probably end up going live later today. But, man, I'm pissed about Deshaun Jameson and El Manning and Keith Ishmael. Those are three guys I really wanted. I am. Way more positives, man. There's way more positives. I'm still going to point out the negatives. But at the end of the day, this team is badass, man. It's badass. And don't let those people freaking steal your fandom. It's frustrating. Yeah, I get it. I'm frustrated. And that's okay. But you're part of the damn faithful. That shouldn't be taken lightly. Really shouldn't. We're different than other fan bases. We show up better. We travel better. We go to games better. We're better. So we got to be better in these times. And this ain't even that bad of a time, damn it. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. You are the absolute best. Uh, until next time, and I say it every show, and I mean it every show, stay strong, faithful. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.